Hi there, thanks for tuning in to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. If you haven't checked it out yet, head on over to jhicksconsulting.com to check out college recruiting resources, consulting services, and Jill's exciting new membership site, Recruiting 101. We hope you enjoy this next podcast here on College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I'm back today ready to talk about a fun topic and that is the things um, the best recruits do is this all right so these are kind of a summation of what I see um, overall what the best recruits are doing in the recruiting process all right so I have 10 things one um, they post videos consistently and talk about what they are learning. So remember, if a coach can't find you, they can't recruit you. And what I mean by that is Instagram, for example, is all based on algorithms and stories is not the best place to put your videos because those come and go, as you know, they're only listed for a short period of time. So you have to be smart about where you're posting but I think the biggest thing most gymnasts struggle with is posting consistently and enough videos. We're in a sport that's based on perfectionism. So it feels really wrong to post videos that aren't perfect, but guess what? You're never going to be perfect. So if you wait for that, it's not going to be enough. And 50 other recruits of your graduating year are going to be posting and those lists are going to be made and you're not going to be on it. So you definitely have to be posting. Now, I don't advocate posting uh, skills that are not clean. So you better know what a clean skill looks like, um, but it's not a perfect skill. Perfect routines do not exist. You are not perfect. So remind yourself of that and be sure you're posting at least four videos a week, one on each event. Number two, what I believe the best recruits do is they see their Instagram as a business resume and not a place where they are worried about their friends. So they're not afraid or intimidated to post their strengths. They post not only their athletic strengths, but who they are as a person. Number three, they know if they have what college coaches want. What do I mean by that? They understand their start values. They understand what skills are worth and they understand that the college rules are different than level 10 rules. So they're not confused about their start values. Um, they also um, know that college coaches are gonna be looking at their grades, their consistency, and especially their execution. So they're aware of the value of doing quality work over quantity. Number three, they write their own emails and they are very creative. So their subject lines are key. We know factually, many people do not like reading emails. They don't even wanna open them. It's the same with college coaches. So our, we have to get you know, above that and be mindful of it so that we are writing really creative subject lines so the college coaches will open the emails. Because it's really hard just to send text messages or 
post videos only. There's only so much you can say in those situations. You have to use your email and we got to get it to a place where we are super creative. So these college coaches will open them. Um, also in those emails, they are writing really powerful questions. Um, not only uh, questions in their emails, but also their phone calls. So you need to be doing your research. This is all within number three, emails. Do your research. College coaches can tell if you're just reaching out to their school because they're on your list and they don't really mean that much to you. They can definitely tell. So you have to do your research and write personal things. You always want to compliment them first. And then you always want to have a question at the end. So they hopefully will respond because they see you have a question. Um, number five, um, take responsibility for your own recruiting. It's not your parents' job. It's not your club coach's job to get you recruited. And I think the best recruits are independent enough to stand up and be a recruit and not rely on other people to get them recruited. So your club coach's job is to teach you the skills you need properly. Your parent's job is to get you to the gym, unfortunately pay all the bills <laughs> and, um, I consider the parent more as a manager. You do need your parents in recruiting. It's impossible, if not, or just very hard to do it all by yourself. Parents, you are important. And you know your athlete the best. You know them better than the club coaches do in terms of their emotions and who they are as a person. So you need to be involved, but the athlete needs to take responsibility for their own recruiting. So don't get mad at your parents when they get confused or they're telling you what to do or reminding you to post or reminding you of all the things that are important. You need to partner with your parent. You need to explain to them what they don't understand and parents, you need to back off when it's not your place. So there are times when parents can be a negative um, and then there's times where you can be extremely positive in the situation. So you have to find that right balance with your daughter's personality or your son's personality. Um, next, um, what I see the best recruits do is they do not see rejection from a college coach as negative. They see it as okay, they have to deal with it and they see it as a path to getting to the right school, meaning um, you will get rejected in recruiting. It's part of recruiting. So you have to jump in and know that that is definitely going to happen, but you need to move on quickly and you need to move on then to the next school that is on your list. And sometimes you even need to redo your list. So don't see rejection as all negative. It can actually be something that will turn you towards, um, getting on the right path or the next path that of a college coach that does want you. Next, I see the best recruits who get injured make the most of their situation. So they don't pull back. They take a couple of weeks to recover, maybe go through surgery, and then they get right back into recruiting, communicating. They're honest with college coaches about their injuries and they get creative in posting their physical therapy and talking about uh, their mindset and how they're not letting the injury 
pull them down, but instead they see it as, okay, this is my truth. This is what's happening. And I'm going to show you how I'm going to come back strong. That is an extremely powerful way to impress a college coach. Um, the best recruits also next, they know recruiting is competitive. So they're not sitting back and waiting for recruiting to come to them. They are actually being extremely proactive and they um, realize that they have to be in the recruiting game. And in order to move up on a college coach's list, they have to be aggressive um, with respect. Okay. Um, I also believe the best recruits have a plan. They have a spreadsheet. They're writing down what schools they've reached out to, how often, what are the responses, and then evaluating all of that with and hopefully an advisor who can understand and interpret when to keep reaching out, when to switch to a different team. All those things um, are part of the plan, but they're organized. They have a recruiting notebook. They have a spreadsheet and they're on top of their recruiting. They're not just like floating around. Well, I can't remember when I last emailed them. Well, I didn't email them back because they didn't email me back. That's a passive recruiting athlete that is not going to work in the recruiting process it's too competitive you have to have a plan and you have to execute the plan and you need people around you to help you with that so it's not just you doing the recruiting process it's usually a parent a club coach is involved your guidance counselor at school maybe an advisor a personal advisor like what we offer but it takes everybody helping you, it's not easy and you need the knowledge. I believe knowledge is power in the recruiting process. So you wanna have those people surrounding you, but you have to have a plan. You need to execute it. You need to take responsibility. And lastly, what I see the best recruits do is they only think about recruiting once a week. So I know that sounds like impossible when you hear that and you're in the thick of it because it's all you can think about, but it's so important for your mental health to just set aside one day a week that you're going to work on recruiting and think about recruiting. The rest of the days need to be for you for in the gym and at school. So um, I recommend Sundays because I think that's a day usually when families are home and set aside one hour where you open up your Excel spreadsheet you look at all your information and you have a parent there who's helping guide you, setting up trips. Um, you know, all the things that we do at JH Consulting are usually things most families don't even realize they can be doing um, in the recruiting process, but they're very proactive. Sometimes we pull back when we see an athlete is overwhelmed and they just need some space and time to work their skills. And sometimes, believe it or not, I had a couple sessions this week where I really had to get on some of my clients and say, look, you are not doing the work. We've got to get do it now or we're going to miss your sweet spot. And you're, you know, so it's kind of an ebb and flow and if you haven't done this a lot before, it can be really challenging to know how to do that. And what I see is a lot of parents who really want to help kind of get into areas that um, they don't understand aren't really helping. 
but they just want to help. They want to do something. And so they sort of apply what they do from their own business world. And some of that is really good. And some of it can be really um, challenging for the athlete because the athlete knows those kind of things might not be beneficial. They just have a sense about it. So um, it really isn't a downer to say you as parents aren't doing the right things, but I think it, if you've never been recruited yourself in the sport your athletes in, it's really easy to miss the mark on some of the things that maybe a specialist could really point out. And I'm not just saying that because that's what I do. Obviously it sounds like it. No, no, no. I'm saying it because it's truth. You know, many times we're meeting with five or six clients a day. So we see all kinds of scenarios and I am so pleased with so many of our JH girls, of our JH parents, and how hard they're working at the recruiting process. It really is difficult and it's so challenging. And I'm just really impressed with um, families that take the time to walk this out with their daughters as best they can. Um, but it's hard. I know my husband and I were both college athletes on scholarships. So we went through the process ourselves. We took many athletes in our sports through the process. But when our kids got in the recruiting process in their sports, which were not our sports, we had to hire help. <laughs> I thought I could do it. But honestly, I could only one, see my daughters and sons through a lens of, you know, um, a parent child, of course, we are their best unconditional, hopefully people that are in their lives, loving them. And we can't really understand how they compare to other kids all the time, because we see it occasionally, but in team sports, it's really hard to tell, you know, yeah, if you're, if your athlete is scoring all the goals, for example, in soccer, you know, then, you know, but you only see what, what meets or matches they're in with their club is doing. You don't see the big picture that college coaches are looking at when they're looking at all the states and all the schools and all the kids who are of their position. So I could never technically be a good, you know, advocate that way because I don't know that sport of soccer like a college coach or a past college coach would. So, but it could be that way for, for many sports. Um, it's just really hard as a parent, but you need to be their manager. I want to encourage you. You do have a place in the recruiting process and girls and boys who are in the process, uh, athletes, you need to allow your parent to be involved because it's, it's just consuming. It's hard work. So they need to be helping you and sitting by your side and, and managing, but they need to let you lead it because, I think um, most kids are in the high school years when they go through the recruiting process, right? And they're trying to become independent from their parent because they're going to be moving on. But at the same time in the recruiting process, we need to be a team. So be mindful of that. If you're listening to this today and you're an athlete and you're frustrated with your parent and how they're helping you or not helping you or what they think or don't know, remember, you need to communicate with them. You need to see them as a team player because honestly, you do need them. You need them to continue to pay for you to go to sports. You need them to help you with travel. You need them to um, help you see things that they only know about you because they're with you day to day. There's so many, um, you know, really good things that parents bring to the table. All right. So 
Those are the items I see the best recruits doing in the recruiting process. So if any of those you're weak at, don't feel bad. I think everybody's constantly evolving as they are doing the recruiting process. Nobody does it all perfect and nobody has all of it all figured out. But if there are some areas you can improve on, you definitely want to change and work on them because um, you want to become a powerful recruit. You want to move up on the college coaches list and go back through these if you need to take notes and see which areas you're weak in and make yourself stronger. And you might surprise yourself. It could really move your recruiting um, forward. So thanks so much for joining me here at College Recruiting uh, with Jill Hicks. I just want to add in that we have hired a new advisor coach. His name is Mike Lynn. He comes to us from UCLA, 25 years of being a performance enhancement coach, which basically means he's worked with a lot of athletes. He's created and helped and benefited a lot of college athletes in the sport of gymnastics, but a variety of sports. The reason I'm bringing him on board with JH Consulting is because of a variety of reasons. I think some athletes feel alone in um, building their strength and conditioning, and especially if they've been injured and in knowing how to apply um, you know, the right kind of uh, conditioning, the right kind of thinking, the right kind of um, getting back to sport if you've gone through an injury. But one of the biggest things I think he's going to be able to help in is um, preparing our JH girls, um, our JH boys, our JH families, but our athletes for college. So there are so many things um, that we can only speak on and do um, here at JH Consulting. And one of the areas we haven't done a great job in is making sure after you've committed and signed that you don't go backwards in preparing to step on that college campus ready to go, both physically and mentally. And what I love about Mike is he, you're going to be able to hire him personally. You're going to be able to um, either hire him just for five hours of meeting with him, and he will be giving your athlete advice on either what questions to ask if you're still in the recruiting process in regards to this area, fitness and conditioning, um, but also if you've already signed and you've committed, but you feel kind of alone in preparing for college. So some college coaches are really good at uh, giving you assignments or things to do as you prepare to start your freshman year. And some just say, hey, can't wait to see you. Here's the dorms. Here's the, you know, they give you all of that, but they don't prepare you for the physical part of what you need to be doing. So when you step on that campus, you're going to make the lineup, have a great shot at, you know, the fitness testing they're going to do. Um, you're going to understand what's ahead. And a lot of gymnasts in particular or sports don't do a lot of lifting in club, but you will be doing it at some of the colleges, not all of them, but a lot of them do that. So he's going to be able to walk you through all that. And if you want to hire him, he'll give you an actual plan for your senior year or any time um, of maybe you want to go to um, Orange Therapy or 
you know, somewhere outside of gym and to really get fit and strong uh, because you want to get there. You want to report and be ready to go. You don't want to get there. And the coach goes, oh my gosh, you're out of shape. You're not fit enough. In fact, you can't even be in the gym yet. You've got to get, you know, your endurance up. I used to have a fitness test that I did with my athletes. They had in order to be in the gym before they arrived, all the girls, not just the freshmen, they had to be able to run the mile in a certain amount of time where they couldn't work out in the gym. So it's for your safety. So you want to be prepared for all of this. And I think we really haven't discussed this enough. So if that's something you're interested in, Mike's going to be putting his information on my website and you'll be able to hire him um, to complement personal advising. He's also going to be advising volleyball and football players. So if you know anyone who wants a personal advisor, now we have those two sports and Mike is very attuned to those two. So thanks for joining me here. And um, again, I usually try to put out podcasts uh, on Thursdays um, once a week. And then today, uh, or usually I do a Facebook Live, which I will be doing on Wednesdays. So be sure to catch me over there as well. Make it a great day. Thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. And until next time, we are in your corner. Stay tuned for more great content for the parent and athlete here on College Recruiting with Jill Hicks.